The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. While Jesus was speaking to the crowds, his mother and his brothers appeared outside, wishing to speak with him. Someone told him, Your mother and your brothers are standing outside asking to speak with you. But he said in reply to the one who told him, Who is my mother? Who are my brothers? And stretching out his hand toward his disciples, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my heavenly Father is my brother and sister and mother. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. In our first reading, we conclude our little quick tour through the prophet Micah. And I have two things just to share about Micah this morning uh, to help us kind of wrap up his, uh, his, our tour of his book. The first one is a, 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 just a simple spiritual note about Micah as a person, who, which comes out very clearly throughout the short seven chapters that we have of him that he is a man who really uh, trusted in the promises of God and was encouraged by God's promises themselves. You can imagine perhaps, you know, if you receive a promise from someone, it can either be encouraging or we can have that other part of us that says like, yeah, right, you're not going to keep it. But when it comes to the Lord, someone who is trustworthy, we're more likely to lean in that direction of being encouraged. So when someone we trust makes a promise to us, we're encouraged to know that they'll make good on their word. And so Micah definitely was encouraged and would give that sense of encouragement with his writings that the promises that God has made, he will be faithful to. He is trustworthy. One way that plays out kind of more um, minutely or, or academically, you could say, or deta- in the details, is that with the prophet Micah, we have, uh, again, only a short seven chapters, yet at least 15 times he is referred to in the New Testament, that is, by the Gospel writers or by one of the letters of St. Paul or the universal letters, the Catholic letters. And two times specifically he's quoted The first time he's quoted is by, uh, both times are actually the quotes, the actual quotes are by Matthew. In Matthew chapter 2, verse 6, he's quoted from Micah 5, 1, about how the birth of the Messiah would take place in what city? Bethlehem. And then the second time he's quoted again by Matthew, this time in chapter 10, verse 33 to 36, Matthew quotes Micah 7, 6, talking about how... uh, There will be enemies in our own household when we uh, are living a life for Christ. You might remember that, how brother will be against sister and mother against uh, daughter and uh, son against father. That quote, that verse from Matthew. Micah 6, uh, 3 to 4, chapter 6, verses 3 to 4, are directly quoted in what are called the reproaches. The reproaches are what we've seen on uh, Good Friday as we, we adore the cross 
and we have that reminder that we are to come back and be faithful to the covenant. But uniquely in regards to the promise and, and God's relation to that is that Micah is referred to in what is called the Benedictus. This is from uh, the Gospel of Luke, chapter 1, verses 68 to 79. And it's, it's a prayer that is a, a, of the prayer of Zechariah uh, after the, the birth of John the Baptist and his lips are unsealed. And it's actually a prayer that uh, we as Catholics uh, pray each morning in the context of what are called the, the Liturgy of the Hours, which is the specific prayer of the Church. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. And uh, today, the reason I mentioned that last is that those are the verses we have in uh, chapter 7, verses 18 to 20. Two of these verses line up very closely to the verses of the Benedictus. So in Micah today, we, we heard, um, Who is there like you, the God who removes guilt and pardons sin for the remnant of his inheritance, who does not persist in anger forever, but rather delights in clemency, and will again have compassion on us, treading underfoot our guilt. In the Benedictus, you, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation and forgiveness of their sins. So the connection there between God having compassion, forgiveness of sins, treading underfoot our guilt. And then the last verse... Micah says this, You will show faithfulness to Jacob and grace to Abraham as you have sworn to our fathers from days of old. The Benedictus, Luke, records Zechariah saying, This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham. Swore to our father Abraham. So there is that promise. Micah was encouraged by the promises that God had made to the uh, fathers of the faith, and likewise, we can be encouraged by the promises that Christ has made to us. The connection being that Micah hoped for these promises in the future. Zechariah saw these promises fulfilled. Likewise, we are in that same vein. There are promises that God made and has fulfilled, and he will do it again as we go in relationship and are encouraged by what he promises us now.